everyone and welcome back to my podcast. This actually, that's why I normally say the Hannah Ashton podcast because it just wears, it's weird to say my podcast even though my name is the podcast so I don't really know what's going on there. Anyway, I am pumped for this episode. I forgot how much I love doing solo episodes and recently I've been realizing the podcast that I've been listening to have been a lot of solo episodes or people or or podcasts where people are just having a conversation instead of an interview and I do love my interviews I love talking to awesome gals and guys all across the world through this podcast I know you guys love hearing their insights but sometimes uh, I think it'd be awesome just to do a solo podcast here while I sit by myself in my dorm room and just talk about things going on in my life kind of like a sit down video but a podcast version because I feel like I can talk more and it's acceptable and maybe it's easier for you all to listen and stay on track. So today we are talking about the infamous, (laughs) is that even the right word? I'm not sure, but the greatly talked about recently term self-care. And Before I get into products or habits or anything like that, I just wanted to have a little discussion about what it means because it's definitely a buzzword currently. I think it means something different for everyone. But I have really been thinking a lot about this as I've heard other podcasts like The Skinny Confidential or Gals on the Go uh, just talk about self-care and the products they love, which is awesome. And that's kind of why when I got the request to do this podcast, I was like, okay, I'm going to jump in. I'll just tell you guys what I like because honestly, I've been discovering it, discovering its importance so much more living on my own, not really on my own, but you know, outside of my parents' house, I obviously am surrounded by people a lot, but just moving out. And being in a new city and a new atmosphere, it definitely has helped my transition to college, having these habits in place before I left, actually. But if you're in college or you're in a new atmosphere and you're feeling a little off, hopefully this episode will help you guys out or you can take some tips or some insights and use them for yourself. So first I wanted to discuss, I know this isn't this is a one-way discussion right now, but I would love for you guys to come into the discussion on Instagram stories. Uh, or just Instagram DMs, wherever you can reach me. And just the, what you guys think the difference between self-care and self-love is. Because I definitely think there is difference, but also some overlap. And so I was trying to do some research and from just Googling self-care versus self-love, nothing really came up with an exact definition for both, at least that I found. Let me know if you guys find something else. What I kind of got it down to is what a lot of people leave, believe is that self-care is products and habits and things like that that affect more external factors in your life. Sorry if you guys hear a lot of noises. Um, I'm obviously in a dorm and there's a hallway by my mic and so people are leaving and now air conditioning turns on and off but this is just how it is now. Anyway, and then self-love is more of an an inner aspect and things that you do, habits, rituals that affect less vanity and more personal feelings, gratitude, that kind of thing. And so I was listing out some of what my self-care includes. Obviously, I'm going to go through some of my favorite products recently because that is always fun to try new things. But I'm also going to talk about, I don't know, I keep using the word habits, but definitely rituals and thoughts that help me along my journey as well. I also wanted to list out what self-care is not because, or at least is not to me. Because like I said, I feel like there is a lot of confusion and when someone says, oh, love yourself, 
stop doing your work, go put on a face mask and go to bed. Yes, that could be needed, but is that really self-love? Um, or is it just procrastination? There, I feel like there's such a fine line. And so here are my four things I decided self-care is not. Number one, self-care is not selfish to me. I love the way uh, Rachel Hollis put it in her in her retreat, I watched her documentary that was in theaters, and she explained self-care to this group of women as, or just loving yourself and taking time for yourself. She explained it as a pitcher of water. So obviously, especially as women and moms, if you're a mom or you are looking over someone, you have significant others in your life that you will want to care for and love, <clears throat> we want to pour into these people. But if you have nothing in your jar, which is could which is just you, it's your heart, your soul, your life, if you have nothing in that jar to pour into others, then you're not doing them any good. So that's why we have to keep our pitcher, our jar full, and we do that through self-love and self-care and taking time for ourselves so that we can overflow and pour into others uh, through overflowing and not draining ourselves. So that's kind of a rough a rough sketch, sketch out of what Rachel was talking about. She explains it way better, but it is such so important and growing up especially being christian we are told to love others and obviously put others before ourselves which i still believe in but i do believe that to be able to pour into others i need to make sure i'm taking the best care of the gifts and the abilities that god has blessed me with i'm able to walk i'm able to run i'm able to love and for me to do those aspects that God has blessed me with to my best ability, I need to make sure I'm taking care of them and taking care of myself and my mind and my health and body, all of that. So <laughs> that's why I say self-care is not selfish, like the connotation, especially maybe if you're in more of a Christian household or life, uh, it may condone to be, but that's my take on it. Next, self-care is not expensive. It can be. A full spa day can rack up the points. Uh, the dollars, but it doesn't have to be expensive. And so I'm going to share some aspects today of what I like to do that doesn't cost money. Self-care number three is not an excuse. This is going back to procrastination. Obviously, there may be a night where your body is so physically tired that you can't study another term again, or you can't finish that project. You just need to go to bed and worry about it in the morning. Obviously, on the occasion that is needed, you need to listen to your body, which I'll get into as well. But if you're doing that every night and then you start to get bad grades or you start to uh, put out bad progress or products at work or in whatever situation you need to perform your best in at home maybe, if you are consistently using self-care as an excuse like, oh, I just need to you know, eat some cereal, put on a face mask, watch Netflix and go to bed, self-love, self-care, gotta do this, but that is a consistent, consistent excuse and you start seeing the bad side effects of that in whatever you need to be pursuing, like I said, school, home, work, whatever, then that is when self, that's not self-care because you have to also think about self-care as being the bigger pitch, picture. If you want to ha- live the life that you want, your dream life, you're going to need a job that will provide that. And if you're not doing well in work because you're putting a face mask on and watching Netflix every night, then you're not going to reach that bigger dream of yours. Okay, lastly, self-care is not the same for everyone. Like I said, uh, if different there's different types of people. You have different personalities. I am actually, I wouldn't class myself as an introvert or an extrovert. What's the in-between? Okay, I've listened to some podcasts recently where they are searching stuff on the podcast. So um, 
or on the computer, which I haven't done in a podcast, but we're going to do that right now. So maybe you hear the typing in between of introvert. I meant to look this up before, but I forgot. An extrovert. An ambivert. Ambivert. Yeah. I'm an ambivert, I think. I'm self-diagnosing because I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. I light up when I meet someone new or I find someone that I really click with. I love hanging out with people and there's definitely some days where I'm sitting in my room doing homework and I'm like, okay, I need to be social. I need to go out. I need to grab lunch with someone and talk and just be around people. I need that energy. But there's also some days where I am drained and to recharge my energy, I need to do something by myself put on my headphones and put on a podcast, go for a drive. We're going to get into some of the things I like to do in a second, but definitely (laughs) I think I'm an ambivert, which is between an extrovert and introvert. And so obviously self-care practices for introverts is going to be different than extroverts. And recently on these podcasts and YouTube videos I've been watching about self-care, a lot of the people talk about doing things by themselves and they consider that self-care, which is definitely how I feel too. Uh, A lot of the things I list today are going to be things I do by myself. But also, if you're an extrovert, sitting in your room and journaling or meditating may not be what you need to pursue as your self-care. Maybe you need to go out on that Friday night and have a good time. Maybe you need to go to a concert with a group of people. It just is going to depend on the person. So I want you guys to keep that in mind because I've seen that pop up a lot recently and I've just been thinking about, well, these are all great tips if you're an introvert, but if someone's an extrovert, this isn't going to fuel their fire. They need to be around people, not alone. So anyway, just something to keep in mind. And hopefully you guys uh, want to maybe try out some of the things that I mentioned today. But if you don't think they're going to work for you, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so now I am going to go through the four aspects, a lot of fours today. Okay, the four aspects that my self-care includes, what I consider self-care for myself. So I'll list them out quickly and then we're going to go into detail because this is a nice long podcast. I'm talking for a while. I may need to take some water breaks. Anyway, uh, so the first, so here are the four. Routines, fitting it into my everyday routine. Number two, listening to my body. Three, indulging every now and then. And four, stepping outside of my comfort zone, which I feel like not a lot of people talk about in self-care, but we're going to get to it last. Okay, so starting off with number one, my routines. Since I've had a YouTube channel since middle school and I started doing the whole lifestyle girl videos in late middle school, that means I've really had a morning or night routine since eighth grade because I was filming them because those were the videos that everyone wanted to watch and they still do. And so this is something that comes really naturally to me now. I've had a morning and a night routine all through high school. Obviously, they've changed every year, sometimes every month. Sometimes I don't stick to it at all, but I've basically had the idea of, okay, when I wake up, I need to do this set of things. Before I go to bed, I need to do this set of things, and that is my night and morning routine. I need to repeat that as many times a week as I can. And so creating a routine has become really natural to me, but moving in with uh, new people and meeting new people, I've learned it's not for everyone. It's just because I've been watching girls on YouTube do it for six years. (laughs) Sorry. And so... Definitely don't get down on yourself if you watch a lot of YouTubers with these beautiful morning routines and, oh my gosh, I could never wake up at 6 a.m. Maybe you're thinking, oh my goodness, like I I don't have money to buy an espresso right now to have the perfect morning routine. Don't stress out. It is a process. It is a journey to morning routine. (laughs) I love them so much and a night routine. And so 
take it at your own pace. I recommend adding one thing, maybe a month, to your mornings or nights that you want to do. So if you've guys seen one of my recent fall school morning routines, I'm going to do a night routine soon. I go through a set of things. I like to work out. I like to make myself a nice cup of coffee. I need to, I like to listen to a podcast or listen to music or watch a YouTube video. Then I do my makeup. Then I use my favorite products in the shower. Um, I, I do this and this and this in the time frame. When I started getting into morning routines, I probably didn't do all of those aspects the first morning. I maybe just started by making myself a nicer cup of coffee, buying the creamer I really like, even if it's more expensive. Maybe I started with that. Or maybe I started with taking the extra time to go through my skincare routine in the morning and the night, not just the night. And so start adding in little bits of your ideal routine month by month. So I just wanted to let you guys know, if you look at my routines or you look at other YouTubers or influencers routines, you're like, wow, that's amazing. I can never get to that. You definitely can. It just takes a little bit of time and I've been doing it for years, which is funny to me because probably most people in high school are not thinking about, oh, how can I maximize my morning or night? But that's just me. <laughs> so one of my favorite ways to fit my self-care into my day, this is another thing I wanted to touch on. My self-care is not just a Sunday night type of thing. I have to do stuff for myself every single day, multiple times a day. And again, it's not selfish. It helps me get through the day, perform my best, be my best self, and therefore uh, contribute to others in that way as well. And so one of the first things I do to fit self-care into my everyday routine is in the morning and the night, I have my favorite products that I love to use. And so I thought I'd go through these a little bit. The first is an amazing skincare routine. I actually want to do a whole skincare video, even though I know it probably won't get that, get that many views on my channel, but I think it'd just be interesting because I actually had acne in like fifth grade, very early middle school, late elementary school. And so I have been used to having a skincare routine since fifth grade, which is insane. Uh, I've done so many different skincares. I think I started out with proactive and then went to a dermatologist, got prescribed, all of that stuff. And so it's something that I've definitely kept with me throughout the years. And now my mom's uh, cell, she's a consultant of Rodan and Fields. And I used their products back in middle school. She stopped selling it, so I stopped using it. And then about a year and a half ago, she started selling it again. And about seven months ago, I started using their products. Guys, I love this line. And there's so many products outside of just the normal cleanser, toner, moisturizers that I use from this brand. And every product I try, I keep loving. And I'm not just saying this because my mom sells it. I love this, love this brand. And so I, in case you're wondering, I use their Blue Regimen, which is their Redefine, I believe. It kind of is promoted as anti-aging, but they're transitioning that promotion to be more of sustaining healthy skin. And so right now my skin's pretty clear. And so I use the Redefine uh, to keep it clear. A few of my other favorite products recently that just make me feel extra indulgent and ooh, luscious and like I'm taking that time for myself is their Lash Boost. I started using this a few months ago. I've seen a significant increase in my lashes because um, a few months ago I was contemplating getting lash extensions. It was a big thing. I was like, oh, that'd be so nice to have beautiful lashes. I think that's such a beautiful feature. And then my mom handed me this Lash Boost and said, hey, this is sold out, but I have one here. I don't think it's sold out now, but you guys can check. I'll have a link in the show notes to Rodan and Fields. Amazing. Anyway, um, <clears throat> sorry, parched from talking, but I tried the Lash Boost. 
lashes significantly better. I just got their microblader, which is really interesting. It sounds crazy. It's kind of like the jade roller trend, but I feel like this works better. It's kind of interesting. You have to look into it, but it's little needles that help get underneath your skin, not harsh like an exfoliant, but they just allow the products you use after, like the serum I use from them, to soak in deeper to your skin. And I've only been using the microblader for a few days, and I've already seen differences in the parts on my skin that were really bumpy, that have been bumpy for probably over a year. Um, they're starting to smooth out, which is insane. They just released their new, uh, it's kind of like a makeup it's kind of like a tinted moisturizer. Been using that for about two weeks. Amazing. My new favorite foundation is makeup. Yeah, I love this company. I love all the products they come out with. They're all such high quality and I just feel great using them and great after I use them because I see results. So find products that you love to use. I also love seasonal products. So yesterday I picked up from Trader Joe's the pumpkin body butter. Mm, I've been using it all day. I think I put this on maybe five times today. It's pretty bad, but it smells so good. I love being festive. I love putting festive scents in my essential oil diffuser. We can't have candles in the dorm, and I went to Bath & Body Works last weekend and just tormented myself by roaming around and smelling the candles, and so I bought myself a hand soap in a, in a pumpkin scent because I couldn't get myself a candle. So indulging in... Um, in just festiveness. I love celebrating and so when it's someone's birthday I like going above and beyond and that's kind of like my favorite way to give is through just cel celebrating and I love decorations like decorating the dorm for fall and Halloween that just makes me so happy and so I make time to, and save money to be able to buy the festive products. Sorry, I really needed a sip of water. <laughs> I also went to Lush. Um, I love going to Lush. It's such a self-care store. It's vegan. It's cruelty-free. It's amazing. I feel good buying their products, and I feel good after using them as well. So maybe I'll do a video all about my favorite products. So you may be like, okay, Hannah, why are you taking all this time in your morning and night routine? When you guys see my night routine, you're going to realize how much time I take for myself, especially when I'm winding down for bed. But why do you use these, you know, uh, microblading and why do you use serums and all of these products? Um, it's so extra is kind of what I originally thought when I came to mind. Like in the morning, I love, like I said, using the nice creamer. I bought have a milk frother so that my coffee is more like lattes. And you may be like, you're wasting so much time that you could be studying or doing work or being creative or something. You're just wasting so much time on these little aspects and money because it is a little bit more expensive to buy the nicer items to take the extra time. But this is what it comes to, you guys. When I had this realization, it changed everything. When you go the extra mile for yourself, you show yourself you are worth it. So think about when you have your best friend over. You obviously want the best for her or him, right? And so you're going to get them the nicer chocolate cake on their birthday or whatever, or you're going to try to find the best present for them, or if they're sick, you're going to take the best care of them that you can because you want to show them that you love them and you want to show them that they are worth it and they deserve your time and they deserve your money, all of that, all those aspects. You do that for people you care about, right? Well, you need to do that same thing the same rituals for yourself when you're sick when you're getting ready just like when you're starting to feel under the weather when you're in your prime when you're in the morning when you're in the night you need to take the time it doesn't have to always be money but at least take the time to go the extra mile for yourself because then you're you will start realizing oh I'm worth 
you know, frothing my milk in the morning. As simple as that sounds. I am worth using the nicer makeup brush because uh, I can. I am worth taking the extra few minutes in the morning to put on a lotion before I put my jeans on. It can be simple things like that. Obviously those were all more vanity type of aspects, but it could also be I am worth the extra five minutes it's going to take for me to meditate or for me to stretch before I go to bed. When you start putting these habits into your everyday routine, your body gets used to it. And so when I go on vacation and I don't have some of these aspects, I don't feel as good. And it's weird because I'm on vacation, but I love getting back home where I have my routine and I my body knows what to expect. My body knows that I'm going to put that robe on after I get out of the shower when I'm ready to put on a face mask or whatever, do whatever. And so it's not being extra to do all these little extra things for yourself. It's not being petty. It's not being selfish. It's showing yourself that you are worth the time and effort. So just wanted to get that across. I maybe repeated that a little too much, but I just wanted to get it across. <clears throat> okay, let's go on to number two, which is listening to my body. And I've realized this a lot in college because my body's been going through a lot of changes um, in the, like, I'm trying to explain in the way that my schedule's been changed a little bit. You know, I have more free time, but I have more homework. I'm eating different foods. I'm hanging out with different people. There's different air here in Nashville. It's different, not as much different temperatures, but there could be if you were from out of state. So I, myself, my person is going through all these different changes. And so I've learned to, I've been trying to learn, trying to listen to my body more. So for example, when I'm feeling really sluggish or really bloated, I get my booty into that gym or that bar class or that run, and I immediately feel better afterwards. Working out is one of the best, best self-cares. It's a natural self-care. Our body craves it, and we yearn for it, and it can be so annoying. I know. I dread it almost every time, <laughs> but it's so important. It's the self-care that is crucial, okay? It's crucial. And so working out when I need to, trying to eat when I'm hungry. I don't know why I've been more hungry getting here to college. I will eat a nice lunch and then I'll be hungry an hour later. And I'm like, oh, it's time for a snack, which don't really know if that's good. But if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. Or if I'm not hungry, I shouldn't eat. Doesn't always happen, but I'm going to try to work on that. An example is today I was very tired. I just took a, my midterm for a business class was online. And so I wanted to get that done before fall break. And so I took my midterm. It took me about 45 minutes. It was very like, high stress, obviously, working on this in my dorm. And then I was like, okay, 45 minutes before my next class, uh, but I should uh, do, work on some English homework. And my mind just could not focus. I was very, very tired. And I said, you know what? I talked to my roommate, Skylar. I was telling her. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a 15 minute nap, even though it usually takes me longer to fall asleep than 15 minutes, but I'm going to lay down for 15, 20 minutes before my next class. And then I'll do my homework later tonight. And I actually fell asleep. I got probably five to 10 minutes in. I went to my next class. Awesome. Did jog run. Feel great. I'm here. I'm feeling great. So I recorded a podcast. I still have that homework to do, but I listened to my body and I'm so thankful I did because I felt a hundred times better after just laying down for that 10, I mean 15 to 20 minutes, I felt way better getting up and I felt like I could conquer the other half of the day. Meanwhile, if I would have just sat on the couch and tried to write a paper for 15 to 20 minutes, I probably wouldn't have gotten much done and I would still feel like crap. So listen to your body, again, not as an excuse, not as to always procrastinate, but when you really need it, you need it, okay? Listen to your body. Also, 
a big self-care thing. This kind of went back to my night routine. I go to bed early and I always have to have at least seven hours of sleep. It's, it's crucial. I don't, I don't mess around with my sleep. <laughs> um, I wake up anywhere between six or six 30, sometimes six 45. And I try to get to bed before 1130, uh, really try the past few nights. I've been getting to bed before 11 and it's just perfect. And guys, I get in bed around 10 to 1030 because I, a part of my self care for myself is taking the time to unwind and watch a little Netflix or a little YouTube before I go to sleep. I've tried to read before I go to bed, but really I just don't look forward to it. And so the big me part of my day, me time <laughs> of my day is just a 40 minute Netflix show before I go to bed. Cause I hate doing homework and then going straight to bed. It's just annoying to me. Uh, I like to separate myself from my work before I try to fall asleep. Otherwise I'll just be thinking about it and it'll keep me up. So I watch a lighthearted show or YouTube video before I go to bed. Um, I start that around 10, get done around 10 45 or so, and then fall asleep. And I need that time. <laughs> I, I thought about, you know, cutting it out because I thought, Hannah, you could be reading a book for a class, you could be editing a podcast, working on a video, posting an Instagram, doing all these things, but it's really something I just haven't been able to cut out because I miss it when I stop, and it's not even the healthiest thing. I'm, I'm not telling you that I read 20 pages before I go to bed. I wish I did. Some nights I try, but sometimes it's just, again, listening to your body and realizing that my body's not telling me to watch Netflix, obviously, but... It's something that I look forward to. And it's like, it, this is what it is. It's a reward for myself for the day. If I had a good day, a good productive day, I didn't watch any Netflix, you know, in between classes, I was doing my work. And then I reward myself at the end of the day with some nice relaxation and some Netflix. It's, it's a good time. Okay. So the next thing we're going to go to is indulging every now and then. So these are bigger aspects than what I include in my self-care in every day. Like I said, self-care every day, products, Netflix, getting enough sleep, all of that. These are bigger aspects that I like to do every now and then when I'm feeling down. And so again, with moving to college, there's been a lot of days where I just don't really feel myself. I feel maybe homesick or just in a funk. And so this is when I say to myself, okay, Hannah, you need to do something that you love. And so an example is a few weeks ago, if you watch my week in my life on my channel, I took myself on a date and maybe that was confusing to some because I do have a boyfriend at home, but I just took myself on a date because it's a fun story. Uh, the country Christmas, country, C okay, CMA's country music awards Christmas special was being filmed on my campus in, at the end of September, like it was pre-filmed for December. And I wasn't going to go. And in the morning of, I just decided I really wanted to go. My roommate was heading out of town, Skylar. And I just was like, okay, it's the headliners I really want to see. So I'm just going to try to find a ticket through the Belmont Facebook group. And I did. And I just took myself, I got dressed up to the nines, <laughs> I showed it in my, um, in my video, I made myself dinner, got dressed up, and then went to this concert by myself and listened to some Christmas music in September. So I don't know if it was the, the most convenient thing for a normal day to day, normal week to week, because it was a one time thing The the ticket was like $40. But I said, you know what? I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to have a great night. So fun. Uh, yesterday I had kind of a self date. I've been, I was looking forward to this for weeks. Yeah, pretty sad, but I really just wanted to go to the mall and walk around and shop, uh, by myself, which at one point when I was walking around the mall, this new mall in Nashville, well, it's new to me. 
I was like, oh man, I kind of wish I had a friend here because I like someone to talk to and things. So again, that's the extrovert part of me being wanting company. But it was also really good to just walk around the mall by myself, use some of my birthday money, buy myself something nice. I bought myself a new uh, Sephora palette, a new, it's the Tartlet Toasted because I splurge and I never buy myself makeup anymore. I used to all the time in middle school and early high school, but not anymore. Um, but I got myself a new makeup palette and uh, like I said, some Lush products. And I was just feeling good. I also bought birthday gifts for my friends because like I said, I love giving gifts and celebrating and their birthdays are coming up. So that was fun. But I just treated myself and had a great two hours at the mall. Some other things I like to do when I'm feeling down to indulge every now and then is just to go on a long drive with music, especially since being in college, I only leave the campus about one or two times a week unless I drive home. And so when I was in high school, I was driving a couple hours a day, honestly. Things are, were so spread out in my hometown, I was driving at least an hour. Uh, but I miss driving and I love my car. I love driving, not as much driving in Nashville cause it's kind of crazy, especially learning all these new roads, but I really do love to drive and put on some good music, maybe have a coffee or Starbucks or just a nice tall water bottle with me and a snack and just drive around. And I think it's really, really therapeutic. Another thing I have to do is just go to a coffee shop and look at Pinterest, like go to a coffee shop and not do work. That is something I've really found joy in as I'm always doing work at coffee shops or just doing work in general, going to a coffee shop, buying myself a latte and just going on Pinterest and having some inspiration moments. So that doesn't, that costs like what, $6 if you're in Nashville and want a coffee, maybe less if your local coffee shops are cheaper. <laughs> uh, so yeah, buy yourself something nice or I like to hang out with other people. Like I said, uh, a few of my, uh, my sweet mates and I, we went out to dinner Tuesday night. So that was a nice way to treat myself with other people. So treating myself, indulging doesn't just have to be by myself. I also obviously love hanging out with my family and love going on dates with my boyfriend, Joshua. That is much needed and that's very exclusive now because um, we can only really have that when I go home or he visits so I make sure to make the most of those that I can and then okay the last way I include self-care in my life is number four stepping outside of my comfort zone and I'm saying that this is something that not a lot of people mention in self-care because usually with self-care we want to feel safe and comforted obviously which most of my self-care practices do that but I do think it's, maybe this is more self-love too uh, is to just try something new try new stuff because if you get stuck in a rut or you feel like you're in a funk sometimes the best thing you can do is to step out of that and envision yourself outside of your comfort zone. And what that is going to do is that gonna that's going to help one of those end goals, like I mentioned in the beginning. That's going to help you get over certain fears, the fear of getting out of your comfort zone. So maybe trying to think of some easy examples. It could be just talking to someone new on your campus or talking to someone new at work or at school. Uh, it could be, I don't know, striking up a conversation uh, with someone at the grocery store about a new product and then buying that new food, new product, and going home and trying to cook with it. It could be something really simple or it could be crazy, like going to a new, going somewhere new on vacation, going to a new place, a new city, going skydiving, who knows. But when you slowly and slowly step outside of your comfort zone, it's going to help you get rid of that fear of the unknown. I found this so prevalent in my business, guys. I've been recently this year doing so many new aspects. I'm not going to go through it now, but so many new things. And I'm working on something new right now. 
and I've thought, how come I'm not, I obviously have fears, but how come the, those fears I have haven't stopped me every time with my event, with speaking at a conference, with uh, just all the aspects of my YouTube channel, how come doing that hasn't, the fear hasn't stopped me? And I've realized, I think a big part of that is I take it little by little. I get outside of my comfort zone here. I get out my comfort zone by talking to someone new. I get out my comfort zone by going the extra mile on this paper to see where it can take me. I don't know. I just, a big part of self-love is knowing that you can put any, do anything you set your mind to. Like you are amazing. The humans in general, like, oh, I can't even get into all the anatomy and stuff because I don't know that, but you are amazing. And so many limits that you think you have in your life are set by yourself. So a big part of self-love is slowly overcoming those limits. And I personally think you do that with little steps by just stepping outside of your comfort zone every day or every week, or if this is totally new to you every month and continuing with that. I guess I'll end with that. <laughs> We're kind of done now. Um, but that's just really what's been on my mind lately because self-care, like I said, self-love, self-care, such a buzzword. But what does it actually mean? Obviously, I love a good face mask. I do a face mask almost every night. <laughs> it's part of my skincare routine. But I, it's so much more than that. It's, it's about believing in yourself that you are capable and you are worth it. So just talking about products got really deep all of a sudden, but uh, I'm really glad I made this episode and I really hope you guys enjoyed it. It's it's hard to just talk for 30 minutes straight, but here we are doing it for you guys. If you want more episodes like these where it's just me and you chatting it up for a while, let me know. I also want to know where you're listening, so make sure that you send me a screenshot, post on your Instagram stories, and if you could leave an iTunes review, that would be amazing because we are trying to, I'm trying to take this podcast very seriously. We're on Spotify now and Stitcher, all these different platforms, and I just want this to be a platform as, uh, what's the word? Not inspirational, but as maybe significant as my YouTube channel. I mean, obviously, that's where my biggest following is, but I want this podcast to be something like that as well. And I think it could be, and I just need your guys' help. So that would be awesome. I love you all so much. If you ever need anything, just message me and let's cue the upbeat outro after this. I feel very solemn, but fun podcast. Okay. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Now I want to know your thoughts. Post a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your Instagram story and tag me. We can then have a fun DM chat about all things business, social media, life, and honestly, whatever else. Let me know what you want to see more of in this podcast and what you already love about it in an iTunes review, and I will catch y'all next time. Just remember to dream, believe, and achieve. Bye!